among the gods who is like you. You are the wonder-working God. You are glorious in holiness. You are fearful in praises. We stand amazed before you today. Because there is none like you in all the earth, O God. There is none like you. You are the one who does mighty things. You are the one who does glorious things. You are faithful. You are faithful. Lord, we worship you today, O God. In humble adoration, we bow before your throne. We come before your presence to worship no other one but you, O God. Please accept our worship. Please accept our worship, O God. Father, please accept us, O God. Father, Lord, because we know you are a dependable God, that's why we believe against all our hearts that it is well with us. We believe, O God, without any doubt, because you are the only one who cannot and will not mismanage our lives. Father, we believe you. Father, we believe you. Contrary to what the world is saying, we choose to believe you. We are comfortable believing you. We are happy believing you. We find our peace in believing in you, O God. Father, do not let us be put to shame. In the name of Jesus. As we go into your word, Lord, please go. Lord, speak to us. Minister to our hearts. And let your name and your name alone be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. Let's turn our Bibles to John chapter 4 and verse 35. The New Living Translation. John chapter 4. Verse 35, that's our declaration for this season. I don't know how long we are going to declare it for, but and I'd like to appeal to us to please rise on our feet as we declare that word very boldly. Let's read together. One, two, go. You know the saying, four months between planting and harvest. But I say, wake up and look around. The fields are already ripe for harvest. Let's do it one more time. You know the saying, four months between planting and harvest. But I say, wake up and look around. The fields are already ripe for harvest. Are you excited? Come on, give God a shout. Amen. Please be seated. Um, this will be the last charge on our Taking Charge series. I read Micah 7 and verse 15. Micah 7 and verse 15. Micah 7 and verse 15. Okay, there's something I'm supposed to do. Um, of course, we'll still talk about it during announcement. Um, I just felt the need for us to, um, you know, 
unwind, have fun, um, let's bond together as a family and people of God. So there's something um, some gentlemen and ladies are putting together for us. Um, so I'll quickly want Gide to come. Can I have the other mic? Let him speak to us about it. Um, Good morning, church. Um, we've been planning a get-together for the church. Um, we're looking at using um, Diamond Private School. It starts a football pitch um, and the children play area. So I mean to have um, sport activities, board games, food, drinks, and music. And um, we're looking at October 3rd, right? October 3rd for the event. So we want you all to bring your friends so that we can have like a bigger family at the event. Thank you. What do you have lined up? Uh, it's games, we have games, table tennis, football, snooker, Jenga, board games. There's food, there's music and that's about What would it cost us? Uh, it's In total, it's 400 people, it will cost us about 800,000. 800k only? Only. Can you do the breakdown of what 800K entails? Okay, sir. Okay, sir. Thank you. And we'll start raising the money from now. Okay, so the food for 100 people, that's a pack of rice, then small chops, then finger food, like different in between. Then um, the venue we'll be using to cost us 300K for six hours. Then the games will be renting, the board games, the snooker, the table tennis will cost us an extra 100k. Then the equipment for music is going to cost us 50,000. The food itself is about 350k for 100 people. So it gives us a total of 800,000. Okay. So we need 800,000. Yes. Um, So, as the pastor in charge, and a firm believer in um, leading from the front. On behalf of myself and my wife and children. In the first instance, I'll be doing about 120% of the entire 180K. Of the 800k, so how much is I'll be doing about 120 percent? So maybe I'll be doing around in the first instance, I'll be doing about 12 percent. Sorry, <laughs> what, what am I saying? Why are you guys whining me? I'll be doing 12 percent. Oh, why are you guys whining me this morning? I'll be doing about 12 percent of it. So I'll be doing about a hundred thousand. Let's ah. of course you know the next person I'm going to harass. <laughs> this is not offering where your left hand should see what your right hand is giving. Should I call you or you just cooperate with me straight up? <laughs> 
You don't even have to get money from that place. It's that I'll place you should go to. <laughs> the same thing. On your behalf or on behalf of the entire clan. <laughs> clan. <laughs> um, okay, so we have 200k now. Who else is... One of my favorite guys in that Kubiko. Go and give him the mic. One of my favorite guys. We are in this together. Nobody is. We have a situation at hand. Hello, sir. We have a situation at hand. They've kidnapped your pastor. They need 600K to release him. You are giving the entire 600K. We will do 50K. We have 250 now. What are you doing? Speak to the mic. You made money on Friday. It was a successful. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, what are you doing? What are you doing? Speak to the mic. Speak to the mic. Speak to the mic. 30K. Eh? 30K. 30K. We have 280K now. Who is helping us note these things now? Um, come to this side. There are two people sitting beside each other. Give them the microphone. That line, continue giving them. 50K. We have 330 now. Our church, we are good people. <laughs> we have um, 380. We are good. Give mommy in black. Plus 50. Two of them are doing 50. 380. That's 430. Two of them are doing 50K. 20. We have how much now? 480. 380 plus 60. The person that's calculating it, ask him how much he's giving. He's so into it. How <laughs> <laughs> can he be calculating on Ibu's money? <laughs> Give him the mic. <laughs> Give him the mic. Plus 20. Uh, okay. Because uh, I don't know when next I'm going to be able to harass him like this again. Plus another 20. Supporting from Alex and Toby. Are you writing it down? So tell me how much we've raised. Go and give Paige financials. Let her tell us what she's giving me. Paige Mama. 20 plus 20. 20. Let's celebrate. Francis is watching us online. I just checked him on Instagram Live. He said I should tell you guys that he's with you. I wish he's here. That he will give us 20. So put 20k for Francis. <laughs> How much have we raised? Huh? How much have we raised? Ah, why did you leave Peter? You want to stop? You want to scatter this shot for me? Ah, why are you doing this? The guy has been see how he has been frowning. Why are you leaving him? Lost <laughs> 20. Another 20. How much have we raised? Let me know. I don't want to raise too much money. Give air by VM. Air by VM. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. The ministry is moving to the permanent site. <laughs> 20, yeah. How much have we raised? Give me a figure. Who else? If I'm not calling you, call yourself. I don't have to. 
Bicycle. I go to him now. Why are you afraid to go to him? Does he have a bouncer now? Plus 20. Plus 20. So how much do we have now? Tell me. Please tell me. Uh, About 600. We are doing well. Chris, Chris is here. Uh-uh. Chris so. <laughs> Babao. Fabian is here also. Chris so. Is Fabian there? Yes, yes. Sir. Fabian is there. No Chris wonder he has, 20. Been, he has been very upset. Fabian. I didn't call him. 20, Fabian. 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 How much more do we have to go? Chris, 20 as well. All my guys are ballers. Trust me. Uh, who else? Can you use 10K to bail your phone? <laughs> eh? <laughs> hey, can you use 10K to bail your phone? You <laughs> Okay, so let's continue with the service. Thank you, everyone. If you still like to support us, please let us know. Um, I just called everyone I called randomly. No. So Micah chapter 7 and verse 15. Micah chapter 7 and verse 15. Micah chapter 7 and verse... I'll read three scriptures, then we'll start... um, Let's read together. One, two, go. As in the day. Are you ready? Let's read together. One, two, go. As in the days when you came out of the land of Egypt, I will show them wonders. Go ahead and talk to God. Father, in this season, show me wonders. Show me wonders. Show me wonders. Show me wonders. Show me wonders in my family, in my place of work, in my business, in all that concerns me. Father, please show me wonders. Show me wonders. Show me wonders, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, show me wonders. In Jesus' powerful name, we have prayed. Jeremiah chapter 33 and verse 3. Jeremiah chapter 33 and verse 3. The Bible says, call upon me, I will answer you. And I will show you deep and secret things that you do not know of. I will show you deep and secret things. Let's read together. One to go. Call to me, I will answer you. And show you great and mighty things which you do not know. You want to talk to God and say, Father, show me things that will take me to propel me to my next level. Show me, show me, show me. Let there be a release of information, divine information. I have access to divine information that will change my life, that will change my destiny. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Isaiah chapter 48 and verse 6. Isaiah chapter 48. And verse 6, Isaiah 48 and verse 6. Let's read together. One, two, go. You have heard, see all this, and will you not declare it? I've made you hear new things from this time. 
even hidden things, and you did not know them. Father, in the name of Jesus, show me new things. Show me new things. New things. I enter into my season of new. In the name of Jesus, I enter into my season of new. Newness, all around newness, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' powerful name, we have prayed. My text this morning is taken from Joshua chapter 14, 7 to 9. Joshua chapter 14, from verses 7 to 9. Joshua chapter 14, from verses 7 to 9. I was 40, let's read together, one, two, go. I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me to Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land, and I brought back word to him, as it was in my heart. Verse 8. Nevertheless, my brethren who went up with me made the heart of the people melt, but I wholly followed the Lord my God. Verse 9. So Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land where your foot has trodden shall be your inheritance and your children's forever, because you have wholly followed the Lord my God. Just leave it on verse 7. They were chosen. This is the story of um, the people chosen to go and spy the land. There were 12 people who were chosen. According, each represented a tribe. Each represented a tribe. And the gentleman speaking in this scripture um, was Caleb talking to Joshua. And let me point out one or two things to us from what we read. So at this time, when Caleb was speaking to Joshua, Moses was already dead. Are you getting it? But you know, he said, I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me to Kadesh Barnea and brought out the land. And I brought back word to him as it was in my heart. And the next verse talked about the way the other people made the heart of the people melt. They scared the people with the reports they brought. But something is so clear here. So 12 people were sent. But if you noticed, he personalized the assignment. He said, I was sent. I was sent. And I brought back word according to my own heart. The person he was talking to was one of the people that was sent on the assignment with them. But you know, he personalized that particular assignment. So there are words, there are general words, and there are personalized words. You cannot go far when you general when everything is generalized. You can only run far with that personalized word that you get from God. So in Joshua 14. Caleb began to introduce himself to Joshua like Joshua didn't know him. And Caleb was not a man that just appeared on the scene suddenly. He was a man that had a past but walked with God. He was a man who had a past but walked with God. What makes a man great does not happen suddenly. What makes a man great does not happen suddenly. No man that God 
brings to the scene just appears without history. No man that God brings to the scene just appears without history. But that is where the mercy of God comes in. So he wipes it out and blocks it like nothing ever happened. And the greatest men are made in secret. They are not made in the open. The greatest men are made in the secret place. They are not made in the open. So anybody you see that has a public victory has had a secret life that God has dealt with and keep dealing with. Anybody you see who has a public victory has had a secret life that God has dealt with and continues to deal with. Caleb was telling a story in the scripture we read. And he uses personal and he used or he uses personal pronoun and was talking to Joshua that went to the land with him, as seen in Genesis and Joshua 14, 6 to 8. Why? 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 If you ask, Caleb allowed the word of God to figure out what he was thinking in his heart. Caleb allowed the word of God to form the vital part of what he was thinking in his heart. Caleb took charge of the assignment. Caleb took charge of the assignment. And this thing is a, and you must understand that this assignment, even though God gave so many people the assignment, but it is more of a personal thing. This assignment is a personal one. So, because, for example, like what we have today, you didn't come to church with anybody. And nobody should decide whether you stay in church. You know what God told you before you decided to pick a particular church you attend. So because somebody stopped coming or somebody would not come again, shouldn't mean that automatically you would stop coming. Because your assignment, even though God gave everyone a general assignment... But to you, it is a personalized assignment. It's a personal one. You must live every day as if you are the only one God is depending on for this assignment. So Caleb was a man who didn't follow the crowd. He was a man who didn't follow the crowd. Ten out of twelve people were sent and the report they brought back but uh, they saw the men like giants the place is too massive for us to subdue but he followed his heart he followed God even though it wasn't a popular path but he followed God he followed God he took the assignment personal and let me tell you the truth what helped him wasn't his background what helped him wasn't because he was Caleb. What helped him wasn't because he was handsome or whatever. What helped him was because he allowed the word of God to be formed in his heart. He ran with the word of God. He allowed the word of God to be formed 
in his heart. And that brings me to saying that you won't become so much for God. You won't see so much with God until you are personal with God. Until you are personal with God. So in driving this home, until you take charge of your, of your spiritual life, until you stop blaming anyone for the outcome of your relationship with God, until you get personal with God, God or nothing, God over everything, God over everyone, God over anything or whatever, God, 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 only God, no plan A, no plan B, no plan C, no plan Z, only God. So you must live as if you are the only one who is living. You know, uh, there are people, like I said earlier, who leave church because someone left. Is that why God brought you here in the first place? That's the question. Caleb did not listen to the reports of the other ten people. No, and a lot of people, some people don't even know how to leave a place that once blessed them. Some people are agents of confusion and destruction. It's okay if you get the leading to leave. But don't go about recruiting people to, ah, you don't know, ah, whatever, whatever. And you see them in wherever they went or wherever they've gone to. You see that even because of that bad mentality, that bad attitude, they still keep floating wherever they go to. That's why you shouldn't listen. So it's time for you to break your togetherness with, compromi with compromisers. It's time for you to break your togetherness with compromisers. With people who compromise the word of God. With people, yes, we are in the same church, we are close. But it is time for you to break your togetherness. Tell the person beside you, it is time for me to break my togetherness with compromisers. Yeah, it is time. You are the person. Why is it that you are the person they confide in when they want to talk, say bad things? Why is it that you are the person they confide in when they want to talk about the bad things they've done, the number of men, the number of women they've slept with? Why is it that you are the one? And they don't talk. It's not really bad to have someone to talk to. But why do they feel comfortable talking to you? Especially not because they want to change. Not because they are actually looking for help. Why is it that you are the one they feel comfortable talking to? In your mind, you are mommy of the entire clan. In your mind, you are the big daddy of the entire clan. So why would somebody feel comfortable talking to you about certain bad habits that they are not even willing to turn a new leaf from? You want to ask yourself. You want to, that's a food for thought. Joshua chapter 14 verse 9. Joshua chapter 14 verse 9. Joshua chapter 14 verse 9. The Bible says, So Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land where your foot are strodden shall be your inheritance and your children's forever, because you have only followed the Lord my God. There's a reward for taking God seriously. There's reward 
for taking a relationship with God personal, there's reward. There's so much reward. There's so much reward. And Joshua chapter 6 and verse 1. Joshua chapter 6, verse 1. Joshua chapter 6 and verse 1. The Bible says, Now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. Let me tell you the truth. Some scarcity that we experience. Some scarcity that people of God experience are artificial. They are artificial. They are not natural. They are artificial. And if you look at the verse 2 of Joshua chapter 6, Joshua chapter 6, talking about sin, sin, taking charge of your sight, of your vision. And the Lord said to Joshua, let's read together, one, two, go. And the Lord said to Joshua, see, I've given Jericho into your hand. It's king and the mighty men of valor. You must see first. No matter how much you pray about this thing, if you can't see it, you can't get it. You must first of all see it. I was speaking to the workers in the morning and I said to them about a video I watched on my way to church. Um, Poverty is not lack of money. Poverty is more of a mindset thing than the number of, than your account balance. Poverty is more of a mindset thing. That's why, let me explain to you. That's why you see people in, of, of course, it's no news, I don't, uh, in um, public services, civil servants. My, one of my friends calls them evil servants. If they have 10 billion cash with them and you still come into that office, the ones who don't fear God out of them, and you have 100,000, they will still beg you inside that you're 100K. Somebody who has 10 billion and you say that one has money. So it's more of a mindset thing. So until you see no matter how much you pray, God cannot give it to you. And there's nobody, there's nobody that God has not spoken to before directly. There's nobody. Even in this room, there's nobody that God has not spoken to before directly. You may not know it. If he hasn't spoken to you directly, he must have used someone, maybe from the pulpit, to speak to you directly. He must have used someone to speak to you if you look at 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 18, 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 18, 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 18, discharge, not advice, discharge, I commit to you, son, Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good warfare. That by them, by them you, may, you, may, you may wage the good warfare. What is this scripture talking about? It will not be all rosy all the time. It cannot be all rosy all the time. But when you get to that challenging point, remember the prophecies. One of them is in Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 18. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 18. When things are not going the way they should, the way you want them to, 
Remember Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 18. And declare it over yourself. The Bible says that the path of the just is like a shining light. That keeps shining brighter and brighter. Until the perfect day. Until the perfect day. So some people are just a general being. That's why they jump on everything. Some people are just a general being. Some people are just so general. If they say it's this dance today, they jump on it. If they say it's that one tomorrow, they jump on it. If they say it's this one a day after tomorrow, they jump on it. No filter, no purpose, no nothing, no purpose for existence. They just jump on anything jumpable. That's what they are made for. They just run after anything runnable. They just eat anything eatable. They just consume anything consumable. That's what some people, that's how general some people are. There's no personal. What is God saying to you? What is God saying to you? What has God said to you concerning your purpose? No purpose for living? Or maybe they haven't even discovered it yet. And stop coming to church. For coming sake. Stop coming to church for coming sake. As you dress up and leave your house, you must be able to talk to God. He's your father. This is my expectation for today. This is my expectation for the week. These are my expectations for, 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 for this month. As I step into church, you must declare things over yourself. You must make declarations because you are a child of light. And because if you don't know your color, you'll be pushed to the corner. If you don't know your color, you'll be pushed to the corner. And if you look at James chapter 1, 5 to 7, James chapter 1 from verses 5 to 7, James chapter 1 from verses 5 to 7, the Bible says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, it will be given to him. Verse 6, but let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. Verse 7. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. What is faith? Faith is speaking what you believe in. What is faith? Faith is simply speaking what you believe in. And what do you believe? You believe what you see. You believe what you see. That's, that's, what, that's what faith is all about. So the question now is, what do you see? What do you see? What do you see? What do you see? And Romans chapter 4 and verse 18. Romans chapter 4 and verse 18. The Bible talks about um, who contrary to hope, in hope believed. So that he became the father of many nations, according to what was spoken. So shall your descendants be. So if he didn't believe in hope against natural, he won't become the father of nations. Talking about Abraham. At the time when Abraham, when God spoke to Abraham, I'm not sure this thing was working. It wasn't working. Naturally, it wasn't working. A hundred years old man. It wasn't working. But he, didn't, he, 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 he believed in hope, against hope. He believed in hope against the natural. He was able to believe, he was able to hold on to whatever he believed. He personalized it. He took charge of his destiny. 
he ran with it. He ran with it. And God rewarded him for it. And as I begin to close this morning, 1 Kings chapter 18 verse 21. 1 Kings chapter 18 and verse 21. 1 Kings chapter 18 and verse 21. The Bible says, And Elijah came to all the people and said, How long will you falter between two opinions? How long will you save God and the world? And the world? How long will you stay in between? How long will you want to have relationship with God and still want to have relationship with the world? How long will you falter between the opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, follow him. But the people answered him, not a word. The people kept quiet and they were just looking. It got to that point where, and we are at that point where you can't serve God and save the world at the same time. Choose one. The Bible says, I have said before you, life and death, I advise you, choose life. And again, 2 Kings 17 and verse 33. 2 Kings 17 and verse 33. We'll read 33, then you jump to 41 afterwards. The Bible says, they feared, let's read together, one to go. They feared the Lord, yet served their own gods according to the rituals of the nation from among whom they were carried away. They feared the Lord and served their own God. They said they fear God. How can you fear God and serve something else? Are you thinking what I'm thinking? So maybe the fear here was Ojuaye fear, was hypocritical. 41. Let's read again. One to go. So these nations feared the Lord, yet served their carved images. Also their children and their children's children have continued doing as their fathers did, even to this day. What are those things you are still holding on to? It is time to let them go. There are things that appeal to your mind, but they are not biblical. There are things that appeal to your mind. They sit well with you, but they are not biblical. There are things that appeal to your mind. I'll say it again. They are not biblical. They are not biblical. I have a friend who I've always believed that ah, and that's exactly what he did. Ah, he said in my family, ah, you want to get married, ha. Ah, if I marry someone, she must be pregnant first. Too. what if I go and marry her, and then we now start hustling for children. And that's exactly what he did. On wedding day. And I asked myself, is this bride or bribe? Because why I said bribe? It's because your daughter comes home shamefully that she has gotten pregnant out of wedlock. Whether it is a guy on the wheelchair that put her in that way 
you don't, if your opinion doesn't count anymore as a father, no matter even what you saw. Are you getting? That's why I said, is that a bride or bribe? Oh, yeah, my brother, we use prayer to be supporting you. And that's exactly what he did. And storm came during that period, during a particular time. I'm not talking about, I'm not saying that, yeah, there are times mistakes happen. Why should you be the one making mistakes? There's so much decay everywhere now. There's so much decay everywhere now. Under the guise of, I'm not a small boy. I'm not a small girl. Why should you go and sleep in the house of somebody you are not married to? What do you expect will be happening? Night VG. Or night Bible study. And I'm just, I need, maybe I don't know what's going on. What do you expect? House fellowship or what? Why should you at this age and level of exposure, you leave your house, you that don't do anything in your house, you go and wash plates, <laughs> wash clothes somewhere. Ah! So that they say that you are a good wife material. Black boy, you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> you leave your house, you wash clothes for senior brother. You ask me for senior sister. Tomorrow now comes. They now bring correct person, and you now say that they they did you bad. You sold yourself cheap. You sold yourself cheap. My cousin, a young my younger cousin in London, she was seeing a Yoruba guy who was born in London. And to be honest, Whitney, she's not the nicest person. So the woman will call her whenever she goes visiting. She says, ah, go and help me. <laughs> go and help me. Maybe she will try her with David. Go and help me wash rice on fire. Or something, 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 something. Something like that. You know, something that's stupid as that. The girl looked one day, first time, she tried. After so much effort, she tried. When it was becoming a pattern, she just called, the day she tried it, she just called the boy, told her, she come, I think your mom is looking for herself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm out of here now. (laughs) 
You don't need a wife. You need your mom is looking for. <laughs> I don't even do this for my mom at home. Some of you are not even honest with yourself. You got eyes have it. Hey, mommy, bring your leg. Let me wash it. Mommy, bring your eyes. Let me clean it. Mommy, sorry. Something you don't do at home. Hosea chapter 10, verse 2. My last scripture for today. <laughs> And the men, they send you bill, my cream, body, face, back, leg, everything, and soap is like 120,000. Listen to me. I don't have a problem with it. But you know you can't keep up with this thing. You know you can't even keep up with it. You can't call this lady and tell her that whatever pet name you call each other, Temi or mine, and tell her that this, I can't keep up with this. It's just like sending cream bill of 120k monthly to GD. You want to kill him? So if you know you can't keep up with it, don't start what you know you can't even sustain. Don't start it. I can conveniently buy 120k monthly cream, but I won't. In Jesus' name. How much is the one you are buying? Two of you are doing meetings. Hosea chapter 10, verse 2. So the men, you have to be careful. Let us, let us take things easy. Let us crawl before we walk. Let us walk before we run. Let us run before we begin to fly. Like one of our neighbors that year would always say to his daughter, whenever he sees we had when we, where we, where we grew up, we had once, we had a soccer way in front of our house. That's like an hiding place for all manner of, you know what I mean. So whenever the man catches his daughter on that spot, the only thing he does is, Sheyi, Sheyi, Urora, Inkotoma, Jeje, Toma, Sue, Toma, Filue, Oma, Oma, Chesa, Go, Jemo, I will interpret. It means this thing that all of you are in a hurry for. You want to go and sleep over. You want to go and whatever. You want to go and... <laughs> Somebody that will sleep beside you for the rest, for almost all your life. You will even wake up in the middle of night looking at... <laughs> See how he's snoring. 
and you are, you are, you are, you are, you are sneaking and sneaking and sneaking all over the place. Eh? Something that if you enter this thing, there are days that you almost want to take your bag. Only you want to go and lodge in one place. You are now sneaking. As people, as professors, who are there? <laughs> Just to clear your head. <laughs> as professors, they will tell you, you are now sneaking, sneaking, sneaking. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Hosea chapter 10 and verse 2. Let's read together. One, two, go. Their heart is divided. Now they are held guilty. It will break down their altars. It will ruin their sacred pillars. I have made you too small in my eyes, O oh Lord. Forgive me. And I have believed in a lie that you are unable to help me. But now, oh Lord, I see my wrong in my heart and show yourself strong. And in my heart and with my soul, oh Lord, be my oh Lord, be magnified, be magnified, be magnified. Oh Lord, 